and welcome to Are We There Yet? An exploration and education in anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dee Hollander. And I'm Brenna McCullough, your anime unwelcomed awakening into something much worse. Oh. Mm, That's probably the most accurate one you've said about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is fair. Hello, I'm your anime Mr. Tumnus, and it's going to get real bad. It's just going to get real bad for a while. But hey, I mean, Mr. Tumnus? Kind of? Well, (laughs) never mind. I'm cutting myself off. (laughs) I Uh, mean, uh, if if we're going to talk some furry shit, this isn't the worst episode, I guess. If we're going to talk furry shit, it's not going to be the one from a Christian and allegory. Veggie Tales, though. Hey, now. Hey now, Bob the Tomato. <laughs> Bob the Tomato. <laughs> Quite a looker. Is there an eggplant invention? No, you know what? We're moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, uh, so, uh, what are we watching this week? Please, please tell me that. <laughs> I, I looked at what we did the last few weeks and I thought, we're riding pretty good. We've, mm-hmm. we've had a good run of things. Mm-hmm. I, gotta, I gotta challenge that. I gotta mess some stuff up. Mm-hmm. Um, and Surely this, w- this is the only thing that can knock these two down right now. <laughs> There's something else bad going on, though. Uh, and I was saving this show in particular. This is kind of my, like, go-to, like, it's going to be a weird one. It's, it's going to be a weird one. And, uh, Dugan, you actually showed this to us, uh, I think, like, in a TikTok or something. You, you shared a meme with us, and I was like, ah, cat's out of the bag. Yep. It, You've it, been it was, found uh, out. It was a situation of uh, seeing a video of a weird-looking anime and being like, hey, let me share this with my two good friends. I think they'll get a kick out of this. Uh, and I posted I'm like, hey, doesn't this seem silly? And then the response is... You've activated my trap. Uh, oh, no. Uh, it's begun. <laughs> the secret's out. Oh, it's, it's no longer contained. The floodgates. And I was like, wait, what? Uh, I'm sorry. I thought I found something cute and fun. But um, what? Mm. Mm. Uh, so here we are, uh, here we in a are. Pit of despair as usual. <laughs> yeah. So this week, uh, we always beat around the bush because listener, you download the episode, you know what we're watching. Uh, this week we're watching Dragon Pilot. Mm-hmm. Are either of you familiar with it? Not especially. The ice cream truck has arrived. Oh, all right. We're gonna pause real quick. Do I gotta get a Snoopy. <laughs> It's not even hot today. (laughs) (laughs) This is why we don't record earlier anymore. Uh, It's literally like 67 degrees outside right now. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm so obvious. I know, right? (laughs) It's been weird lately. Okay. It's gone for now, but it'll come back. It'll come... God, I I didn't even play it, but I immediately got Five Nights at Freddy's like flashbacks, like mm. uh, <laughs> terror. Uh, well, that's the most entertaining part of this podcast, so we can't cut that out. So uh, <laughs> we're leaving that in. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Dugan, are you familiar with the Dragon Pilot at all? Only from that TikTok. So truly, when I shared it with you, that was me being like, ah. An interesting concept uh, of uh, Vor. Vor jets. <laughs> Vor dragon jets. Yeah. <laughs> For anyone that doesn't know, it's, it's dragons of Vor. 
that's the anime. Yay. There's your warning now. Tap out while you can. I think we're I think we're good. <laughs> the chances of it coming back are never zero. I do like three a.m. and you just hear like a quick chime. <gasps> Paul, <laughs> get the gun. Quick jump scare every once in a while. <laughs> mm-hmm. Keep us on our toes. I have uh, one that goes through the back alley behind my building and it plays like a music, but then every now and then it goes. It does like a knocking noise and it goes hello. And like oh. as part of the music, awful, absolutely terrible. That's bad. <laughs> yeah, uh, I always love when I see uh, illegal characters of a certain mm-hmm. company I yeah. may be associated with. That's always the best. Where it's like uh, off spec uh, Square Man. Mm. <laughs> oh, I guess Luigi's Mexican now. Huh. All right. <laughs> uh, but uh, Dragon Vor, uh, sure. That's. That's it. That's the whole show. If yeah, there's a show you would like us to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Just give it right back. I was going to sing the Dragon Tales opening, but then I remembered I don't know it. I wish I'm I was. 31. Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. That's all I know. Yeah. I know Girl, so it's time for Dragon Tales. <laughs> Come along, take my hand. <laughs> the further we get into the song, the sadder it's going to be when we get to this dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. The vibe today, we're recording at 1 p.m. on a Saturday, when lately we're recording at 5 p.m. on a Sunday. So we're, we're all just. Fucked up. <laughs> we're all fucked up. We're all kinds of fucked I, up. <laughs> I may be on uh, uh, day four of an insomnia train. Uh, it's uh, lovely. My brain is pudding uh, before I uh, tried some other uh, chemical stuff on top of it. So do <laughs> I don't have an excuse. It's just how I am all the time. It just, <laughs> sorry. Uh, episode one. Let's get this over with. <laughs> it starts off with a girl in school. And she's uh, taking her, like, aptitude test right now. We've seen it before in other animes. of like, kids, what, what they aspire to be, what they want their jobs to be. And they pick, like, four dream careers. And all the other kids are talking about what they want to do. Something, something that only they can do. Something that makes them special. And we see our main character look out the window window seat check uh wondering what could she do what, what's something special that only she can do and she sees a fighter jet fly overhead cut to her in the air force all right love it quick done <laughs> moving on um uh, it's it's the equivalent of being like hey what's your name uh, uh look around for uh, the uh, object uh, in the room fighter uh, uh steve jet. lamp uh Shit. Hey, hey, uh, you! What what job do you want to be? Uh, uh, uh fight fighter pilot. Okay. Oh, I can't say no. I can't back out now. Oh no. We know that's so easy to do, and you can just fall right into it out of high school. It's so simple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we cut to her in like an office, and it's clear this is like an Air Force base. Everyone's in like their I don't say military garb, but it's not that. It's like their office clothing. But yeah, Air Force base. You know, um, we've all seen Top Gun out recently in theaters by you. Um, and we see uh, they're prepping uh, for a flight. Uh, we see all the different like stations of the Air Force Base, everyone getting ready for the jet, uh, and the opening credits are going. And we see uh, our main character, the girl from the beginning, uh, Hisone Amikasu, 
Ooh. Amakase. God damn it. I thought I had it. <laughs> Protag. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see her, uh, her boss uh, calls her up and is like, hey, here's a you know request document. Can you run this over to warehouse, you know, wherever and give it to this guy? And she's kind of like muttering to herself, like, I don't know where that is. I'm looking. And her boss like, don't worry, take the moped. You'll get there faster. And it's like, I, uh. And the boss just kind of walks off and starts talking further. Like, you'll do this. And then we get this. And we get that. And then just it's kind of trailing on of what she has to do. Uh, and we see her main girl kind of like snap. And she's like, I don't know where it is. I don't know why you think a moped would help me to get there faster if I don't know where it is. I'm just going to get lost faster with that. And kind of like just word vomits on her, all of her anxiety. And kind of just like unloads it all being like. I don't know why you expect this to work. And I, it's kind of refreshing that she actually just vents it out pretty quickly instead of bottling up for 16 episodes. Yeah, that's and true. Gets the courage. Like, She's she very just, direct. Yeah, I kind of enjoy that. Like, um, But so she ends up doing it anyway. She gets like the moped and is riding around the Air Force Base. And it's looking at a map trying to figure out what uh, hangar she's supposed to deliver these documents to. And while she's looking over the map, we just see a little old lady strolling by. Uh, saying like, oh, you look like you're lost. Here's a little yogurt drink. This will calm your nerves. It's like, thank you, strange old lady. Why are you on a military base? How did you get here? (laughs) And uh, she says, oh, don't worry. What you're looking for, it's up there. And I thought she was pointing off like way off into the mountains. It turns out there's just like a very tall hill in the middle of this Air Force base that has a hangar built into it. Um, Great for airplanes, all these hills. It, it really confused me. <laughs> um, so she's like, that, that's where you're looking for. And our main character's like, all right, great, and runs off. Um, and when she gets there, she finds a hangar, but it's old and dusty and all the power's turned off. And uh, she's looking around at me like, ah, this sucks and I'm terrified. I'm going to take out my flip phone and look at videos of my cat, which is what we were doing before this podcast. <laughs> And uh, while she's looking at that, uh, we see just a very large creature emerging from this, like, pool of water behind her, uh, shadowing over her. Gonna limb here and say, that's the titular dragon. The title of the show kind of reveals what it is right away. Mm. Ah, the Um, titular pilot. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. (laughs) And uh, as she turns around, she sees it, screams, understandably, and is eaten, understandably. Okay, like, the opening title card. And then we hear... Uh, a voiceover going through a montage of old uh, drawings and historical paintings saying that ever since ancient times advanced nations have worked with beings uh, that were able to fly and take on different forms they've called these organic transformed flyers dragons mm-hmm. they, just a more complicated name for dragons they're dragons all of them yep and they say over the years they've had to disguise them because, you know, it's like a secret weapon. If the other nations knew they had that, they would try and get their own or try and take it, this and that. So they've disguised them as a great many things, as like kites, as, you know, primitive planes, as other things I didn't write down. And now we're in the modern era, so they're disguised as fighter jets. Of course. So that's Naturally. Our inf- that's our info dump, getting around this insane premise that no one would be able to casually explain in conversation. And we see uh, an Air Force man. Uh, I think he's just like the captain or her captain, someone in charge. Uh, and he tells uh, our main girl that uh, since she saw one of those OTFs, one of them dragons, uh, he explains what it is. She says, uh, and he says, like, <laughs> she, she's in shock. She's in a hospital bed while he's talking about this. And she's like, and he says, you were eaten by one and then thrown up by it, which is unusual even for dragons. 
So you got something special to you. And since you weren't supposed to be there, and now you know about this classified thing, you're part of our team. And the man says uh, and he wants her to meet with the dragon again. And then he introduces uh, her to the like a maintenance manager. Pretty much the tech boy. The guy who takes mm-hmm. care of all the parts and stuff. Hat boy. Head. I don't Hat remember boy. most of the names in this show. I wrote down That's three. Fine. I can't pronounce any of them. Uh, Okanogi is his name. Uh, but yeah, Hat Boy. Uh, and he's you know he's the right hand man. He's the go to guy. He's the sidekick. Uh, and he says it was very impressive that she was chosen by the dragon. Like it's not often the dragon will you know be that nice to you. You know eating you and all that because everyone wants to be eaten by the dragon. Vor. Uh, and yeah. this pat- <laughs> this particular dragon has kind of been curmudgeonly because it hasn't had a pilot in three years. And they're like, the dragon's got to fly all the time. it got to be you know, kept up and, you know, hasn't been flying in three years. So, it's, you know, we're going to kind of, like, decommission a living creature, I guess. And then uh, as they're talking, the dragon emerges from the water again. And it's big and round and derpy and looks like Dragonite from it's Pokemon. It's a good character design. Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. great character. But, like, when you think dragon, like, this one's smooth. <laughs> this is a round one. Mm-hmm. And, Everybody uh, in this show is extraordinarily round. Yes, <laughs> I do love the animation. Like the style is cute, but like the animation is very well done um, for the reprehensible content. Uh, people, <laughs> people are surprised because the dragon is uh, pretty calm around her, which it usually is. So they're like, ah, it's it's somehow bonded with you immediately. So you gotta work with it because you're the only one who can. So they push her closer. Like, gone. You're bonded. Make contact with it. And even her captain's like, you know, like an E.T., you know, and he holds out his finger, and his, like, assistant holds out her finger, and, like, they touch fingers like an E.T. I'm like, oh, I like those two. They're idiots. <laughs> uh, so she reaches out her finger to touch the dragon, and he eats her again. And uh, she gets uh, spat back out, and then she gets uh, reassigned to a new barracks, and as she's being, like, moved in, again, the, like person she's with is kind of explaining everything like you live here you gotta do this you gotta do this and, you know, and she's kind of like muttering to herself like i don't getting very anxious being like i don't know i don't like being here and you, you can see it bottling up again and she's, she's just a actual delinquent and like <laughs> gym wear uh and a tracksuit just like squatting in the hallway and she the delinquent just comes up to her and uh, gets in her face <laughs> and uh our main girl just like oh you want a yogurt trick here you go and gives it to her the delinquent still drinks it and then is mad that it's warm <laughs> uh, find out this is uh, Kaza- Kazaki this is our token Sundere of the series I called her Braids yeah <laughs> yeah. it was when she was introduced I was like okay I I like that this is a fun introduction what is the tone and plot of this show <laughs> <laughs> I We're have good questions <laughs> uh, we find out uh, Kazaka- uh, Kazaki uh, Braids is another dragon pilot and uh, she says she's going to make our main girl's life a living hell. So uh, charming. Uh, and then we see our main girl in uh, class reviewing like 80s aerobic videos, but they're about the dragon and about and there's like a, like a twister map below her that has all the dragon's different body part, like internal organs in it, and she has to be able to control them from inside of it. Because um, we saw it a bit. When she gets eaten by the dragon, it's not like a mech where you like sit in a pilot seat and control from inside. It's fleshy organs and nastiness. I thought it was gonna be a mech, and this 
it made me feel very claustrophobic. <laughs> yeah, I am claustrophobic and I do not like it. Because <laughs> we see in other episodes, there's times where she's piloting it and it's like expanded and open. And then when the dragon's like nervous or not used to her, it's she, it's like crushing her. It's like squeezing tightly. I'm like, I hate that. I hate everything about this. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean, girl's like, hey, uh, this sucks. Uh, I don't want to be thrown up again. And her handler's like, cool, there's another option if you don't like the top half. She's like, great, great, don't don't like that one either. Cut to them loading up the dragon with all these fighter jet parts, and this is their armor. The girl even finds out, she's like, oh, it's kind of like cosplay. Like, he's wearing a costume, like, pretending to be a fighter jet. Um, because he's still, like, segmented, you can still see big parts of the dragon sticking out. And they're like, yeah, it's a secret, you know, people don't know about dragons, so we gotta keep it covered up, you know, so you can fly around disguised. Uh, and your first task as his pilot is to uh, be eaten by him and make it so he transforms fully into the fighter jet form and not like this half piece together part form. Uh, and she panics, understandably, because she doesn't like to be eaten. Mm-mm. And Braids gets all pissed off. Uh, and like everyone's holding her back as Braids is uh, very mad, saying it's like wasted on her. And, you know, she, she should be the pilot and all this stuff. Basically being like, she... She's mad that her main girl got chosen over her. She's Asuka, and Amakase is Shinji. Yep. Uh huh. Who's Gendo? The dad? Is that the dad? I'm bad with names. The glasses lady, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. I was thinking Gendi Tartakovsky. He has no business in anime. Well, (laughs) anyway. uh, Fly me to the moon. (laughs) <laughs> that's what I can do. <laughs> Thank you, dude. <laughs> I got eaten by a big weird dragon. Um, her handler says uh, she's going to decline. Uh, if she's going to decline, why is she declining now after they've already made this preparation for her? And again, our main girl snaps, uh, being like, no, I tried to decline 15 times now. You've broken a bunch of rules. Like After I declined it, you kept going forward, which is against this rule and this rule and this rule. And there's all this other shit, and then this, and this, and points out, like, all of the flaws and rules that they've broken here. Uh, again, actually speaking her mind, and I enjoy that. Uh, yeah. It's also funny seeing she's pointing out, like, she knows the rules of this place, and apparently is following it better than everyone else. Um, so she kind of, like, runs off, breaking away from everyone, being like, I'm done with it, we're done with this shit. Uh, and as she's running off, she's like, and you know what, on another thing, those yogurt drinks, I like the orange ones, not the strawberry. I know you didn't give them to me, but I feel like saying that. <laughs> I'm being assertive today. Yeah. <laughs> so she runs off, and then we see Hatboy goes off to try and find her. And as he finds her, she's on the phone talking to uh, one of her parents. I think her mom, because she talks to her another time. Uh, basically apologizing, being like, you know, I'm so, you know, I didn't expect to be roped into this, blah, blah, blah. And then uh, Hatboy shows up. She's like, oh, sorry for venting. Sorry for going off on everyone. Uh, needed to be said. Hatboy's like, yeah, no, I agree with you, you know, don't worry. And as, as he does that, he's, like, taking out a cigarette. And I thought it was a vape. I was laughing so I thought hard. so, too. <laughs> I thought he was ripping that fat cotton. Um, <laughs> so he pulls, like, a cigarette and starts smoking, and she's, like, in the corner uh, apologizing, saying, like, I can be very blunt and straightforward sometimes. I know that can be a problem for some people, but it just builds up, and I can't stop myself at certain points, so that's why... I, I kind of, like, snap at the people, and I'll just point out a bunch of stuff they don't want to hear, like how you have a baby face and you're smoking to try and seem like you're older than you are and it's not helping you and it's just going to give you cancer. And he's like, ah, noted. And he seemed to take the cigarette out and, like, throw it away. Uh, so he he's able to calm her down and bring her back. 
I go back to the office and we see other officers complaining about the Dragon Pilot Division and about uh, the like handler, the, the assistant who's like in charge of uh, our main girl. And that night, uh, main girl's trying to leave, trying to sneak out. You know, I can't take it anymore. I gotta get out of here. And she's hearing dragon noises from the hangar. So she goes in and sees Hatboy talking to the dragon, saying how they're similar in some ways and how the dragon has amazing powers, uh, but it's holding it back for others' sake and stuff. Uh, the same way she holds back her opinion and stuff. And then, uh, yeah, I guess Hatboy's just like <laughs> uh, monologuing to the dragon, like emotionally. And then he just steps aside. <laughs> he just like leaves. And our main girl like walks in when she's alone and puts on the helmet, which I feel like. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like she's like preparing to be you know, like I feel like she's expecting it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so she puts on that helmet and asks like why the dragon picked her, and they just kind of stare at each other for a minute. And she says she gets the feeling that they're bonding a bit. Like she's looking into those eyes and it's kind of reflecting like something that she feels inside of her. And then she reaches out with her finger again. He eats her again. But doesn't and he let her touch him this time, or is that later? Yeah, he like he touches his nose to her finger, like so yeah. they do connect. And it's like how to train your dragon. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you Except know, you can touch more surface area if you just climb in my mouth. Nah, uh, it's fine. Let me do it for you. <laughs> and uh, once inside the dragon, it's awful. And uh, he takes off. And they start flying. And she's, like, crashing into buildings and stuff. And we see Braids, like, celebrating, like, Yeah, my rival that I hate quit. I made her life hell. I bullied her out of here. And we see the dragon fly by. And she's like, ah, shit. Uh, so everyone sees the dragon is out, and the base starts organizing to try and, like, fly up there and catch her. Um, and Hapway says she's in danger because she got into the dragon without her suit. Um, she's able to talk to them through her helmet and through um, her flip phone that she still has on her. So she, like, calls them up and is talking to them. I can't help but feel like this whole flying the dragon thing is not actually extremely beneficial to the Air Force because it's dangerous to be inside of and also nobody can fly it. This, this we don't know how old she is, maybe college aged. This Out young of high lady. High school at least, yeah. Yeah, she shows up first time in three years that anybody <laughs> can fly this fucking dragon. Yeah, they say the dragons are like powerful beings and all this stuff. We've yet to really see it do anything that a fighter jet can't also do. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, yeah, it's a good point of, like, why, though? Why? So far, it seems much more trouble than it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, she's inside. She's able to get on the phone with them, like, with their helmet on. And they're like, yeah, you're being digested because you're in a dragon stomach. So the acid in there is going to dissolve you without your suit. Um, so you're in trouble. And as she's, like, reaching around, she's, like, hitting different organs in the dragon. And it's, like, freaking out and moving. Ugh. And uh, she gets a text from her mom being, like, you know, you do what you want, honey, but if you're going to stick it out, like, you know, cheering you on from, uh, you know, as much as I can, do your best. It's just the motivation she needs. Um, and so she, like, starts talking to her handler, apologizing for being rude earlier. And they realize that her helmet that she's wearing, really, she's wearing the helmet so they can send the pilot. Oh, so they're able to track her because it's got, like, equipment in it. And she's able to see outside of the dragon. She's able to push, like, I don't know, on his kidneys. And the whole <laughs> thing goes transparent. And she can see into the sky outside. Mm-hmm. Convenient. Um, so she's able to. They're able to talk her down. They're able to get jets out to find her and able to like fly her back. Um, but as she's flying, she's able to see out, see the sunrise over the mountains. This beautiful view from within inside of a dragon. 
uh, and she's able to fully transform the dragon into the fighter jet mode before she's able to fly back and land. And uh, she tries, uh, when they get back, she tries to go through the video she watched before. Oh, yeah, the aerobics thing where she's like learning the organs and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, so they're able to get back to the base safely. Everyone calms down. They uh, decommit or you know wind down and unpack everything. And they note like, oh, you're able to talk to us with your old phone. Like, oh yeah, and she pulls it out and it's an old flip phone style. And they're like, oh, dragon's favorite food are like rare metals, which they don't have a lot in new smartphones these days. So honestly, one of the dragon's favorite foods is old flip phones because that's the easiest way to get rare metals these. And they're like, oh. And Braid starts uh, screaming and yelling, being like, oh, so she was only chosen because she's got an old phone, and that's just the dragon's favorite snack. Is that he just wanted the cookie in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh. Uh, and we see um, everyone else is like, no, 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 there's other reasons. It's like, oh, no, it, might have been. it seems like that's it. Um, and so later she calls her mom uh, on the phone saying, she's back outside, like at the map of the base being like, all right, mom, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to do my best and see if I can work it out with the dragon. And she sees the old lady walking by like with her little cart again. And the old lady is like, ah, you're doing better today. Here's another yogurt drink. And uh, our character's like, no, I learned my lesson. I have to stand up for myself. She goes, you know what, old lady? I don't like the strawberry yogurt drink. I prefer the orange. And the old lady looks her dead in the eye and goes, is that so? Well, then, here you go. And gives her another fucking strawberry yogurt drink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You'll eat lady. what I give you in life. <laughs> Stone gold. Uh, and she keeps walking, and or yeah, she drinks the yogurt or the orange, or strawberry yogurt drink. It's like, oh, it's actually not that bad. So another thing she learned that she didn't like at first, but maybe she does now. You know, yogurt drink getting eaten by dragons. Same, Same thing. thing. That's episode one. Yep. So, episode two starts with a man in a fancy suit. He's riding in a car. The driver's like, "Where are you coming from?" And he's like, "I just came from Milan." Ooh. <laughs> And he said that he had to return in a hurry because the hands of destiny are in motion. Fuck this guy. Everything about him is extremely horny in a yeah. bad way. He's, he's something. <laughs> so we see Amakasu is practicing flying around in the dragon and her handler. I kept calling her glasses lady. Yep. She asks how it went um, to like one of the crew and this man on the crew starts complaining that Amakasu isn't his type and I'm like well she's probably like 18 so <laughs> good shut the fuck up man <laughs> um and like glasses lady is like that's not what I meant <laughs> um back in the hangar uh, Amakasu gets barfed up aren't we all lucky that we don't have like a fear of vomit because this show would have been a nightmare. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of it ever, like as a point of comedy. But this is like, you know, this is tame this is compared a, yeah. to other things. A metaphobes, I think it is. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Braids is wearing a necklace of flip phones. Still convinced that the whole reason that Amakasu got chosen is because of her flip phone, and she's like, "Eat me, dragon! Eat me!" Because she's very into the vor. Yeah. Um, the dragon puts braids in its mouth, eats the phones, and then spits her out. It's like that candy necklace where you put the whole thing in your mouth and you pull out the string. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's braided now. 
Um, and then Fancy Suit Man shows up. Braids is so excited to see him. Like, very excited, if you know what I mean. It's just so horny. Yeah. Um, and he just walks right past her and, like, kneels near Amakasu and grabs her, like, around her butt and hips and pulls her close. And he can tell her hip measurements just from that. And I was like, is that... What is this? <laughs> it's assault. That's what that is. That's what that is. Yeah. Um, we get the opening. It's very cute. Very chill. Cute vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, so this man, fancy suit man, is Mr. Ikoshima. And he is in specialized clothing development. So he's he's here to make her a suit. Uh, the suits have lots of things they gotta do between like the tech of it all and also keeping the violet, violet pilot safe from the... The uh, stomach pilot. Juice. No, you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> Violet. Ugh. Um, so Ikoshima is very excited that the dragon has taken a pilot. Um, and he's like, now, get undressed for me. And she's like, no. And that it was at this point, I was like, well, I guess this whole thing is being creepy sexy. That's a fun one we haven't seen in a minute. <laughs> um... And then we see him leaving a building and Braids goes up to him and she's like, I wrote a report on the last suit you made. And he flips through it and he's like, nice. Um, tell me, does Amakase like sweets? And she's like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, because her boobs might change size if she eats too. It's <sighs> <laughs> a lot of sighing in this show. For, for us, at least. Again, yeah. at this point, I was like, hey, what? What are we trying to do with this show? What is the plot <laughs> that we're building to? What's happening? <laughs> I can't tell. Um, so, Amakase is hanging out near that map again. The old lady comes up, um, and she's like, Well, I guess since I see you whenever I'm feeling upset, I'll talk to you about my feelings. So We, we can she, agree this old lady is like either her predecessor or some high-ranking person. Like, she's special. She ain't... Just a random old lady wandering the Air Force Base, right? Yeah, she's undercover boss. Something, yeah. Something. Um, so Amakase says that she met someone and she feels like it's meant to be, in reference to the dragon that eats her. Um, <laughs> which is... I think they are just all in divor. Um, <laughs> but it's hard because she's also tired and stressed all the time. And then the old lady gives her like a cup of yogurt and says, eating it will make her feel better. Um, and then we get a couple scenes of braids doing things that she think will thinks will be to like the detriment of Amakase, but that's not the case. So we see her like switch out her meal with like a croquette that she made, and she's like, haha, there's no way Amakase can enjoy that. It's gross. And then she eats it, and she's like, oh, this croquette is so yummy. <laughs> um, and then she plays an audiobook of the Emperor's New Clothes, and Amakase is like, oh, I used to listen to this. She says with Goro, but I don't know who Goro is. I think it's her cat. Yeah, some. Um, so yeah, she just falls asleep really easily, um, but now Braids can't fall asleep. So the next morning, she's really sleepy and grumpy, and... <laughs> Uh, she like leaves the bathroom and Amakase is like, oh, that's so nice that she's doing these things to help me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do like this misunderstanding trope where the one person's just trying to screw them over and the other one's just thinks it's the, they're being helpful. Yeah, they're this accidentally kind of, being helpful. Yeah. Most misunderstanding tropes are annoying as hell, but this one's actually funny. Yeah. 
Um, so they're learning about dragon anatomy. Braids is falling asleep and Amakase nudges her and calls her by her first name and she gets really mad. Um, <laughs> Don't call me Braids. <laughs> that's my secret name. Uh, Glasses Lady notices and says, do you know how disappointed this person would be if she knew that you were slacking off? And that really seems to get to braids. And of course, because I wasn't paying attention to the name, I didn't make the connection before they said it. So I'll save it. It'll be a surprise for all of us. (laughs) Um, So Amakase and the hat guy are washing the dragon and she thinks, oh, I should give him a name. And she suggests Otofu, like OTF. The hat guy is like, I don't know about that one. (laughs) Um, She asks who uh, the person that Glasses Lady mentioned in class was. And it's Braids' mom. (gasps) So she was like some former higher ranking person. Um, She's like lording that over Braids, which sucks. (laughs) <laughs> to be like, do you know how disappointed your mom would be in you? Your parent and boss would be mm-hmm. disappointed in you. Um, and he says that Braids was the one with the most potential to be a pilot before Amakase showed up. And Amakase is like, wow, that's incredible that she's being so supportive of her rival. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, since she's so supportive of me, I'm going to support her and I'm going to let her fly the dragon. She can be the pilot instead of me, uh, but Braids, she's standing at the, the door of the hangar and she hears this. And it makes her upset that she would, like, give up that position or, like, just hand it to her. So she uh, throws a boot at her and then runs off, all, runs off all angry. But very lopsided because she just lost a boot. Yes. I, I was looking at her feet. She has both boots on, despite <gasps> just throwing a boot. Whose boot was it? (laughs) (laughs) The mystery. Um, So Amakase asks the dragon what to do, and he just goes back into his pool. He's like, I'm a dragon. Don't talk to me. I want to pawn you off to this other girl that you hate. How do I do that? Hmm. Um, And then that night, they're laying in their bedroom, and their beds are separated like by a curtain. And Amakase thinks about talking to Braids. And then decides not to, but because she talks a lot, she, like, has that whole thought process out loud where she's like, maybe I just need to let her cool down. And Braids hears this and is just like, hmm, now I'm just angrier. What do you mean I need to cool down? What about you, extremely calm girl who's done nothing? (laughs) Uh, We see that Braids is reading a manga in which uh, one ballet performer sabotages another, and that gives her an idea. (laughs) Uh, the next day, Amakase is trying on pilot suits. They're all weird, and she's uncomfortable in all of them, and the men say terrible things to her. So that's fun. It, yeah, uh, I, th- I thought there was, like, one horny guy that's going to be annoyingly reoccurring. It's, like, all of them. It's all yeah, of so. them. What a joy. Yay. Um, so they go to test the suit, um, and once they leave that room, Braids sneaks in there, and has some scissors, so she's going to cut one up. But the glasses lady's still in there. She stops her, and she's like, what did you expect the outcome to be? Again, your mom. Your mom. (laughs) Your mother. Um, And is like, if you're really unhappy here, you should transfer. And Braids is like, fine, then I quit. Um, We hear 
uh, some men talk about some more shitty stuff. <laughs> um, and uh, Braids comes up to them and steals one of their motorcycles. And I was just like, okay, good. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> some consequence. Yeah. Even if it's not necessarily for what they were doing, they still yeah. deserve it. <laughs> um, so yes, she steals the motorcycle and drives off of the base. Uh, and then we hear Amakase narrating, saying that Braids didn't come back the next night either, and she's not answering her phone. Oh, and then not only do we get uncomfortable men talk about, like, women's bodies and stuff, this man complains that women are too emotional and that they should not have made all of the pilots for the dragon women. And I was like, wow, this is a good show. I'll also point out, having an excuse to have a bunch of women swallowed by dragons also horny and we're like it's also a check against the horny score on this yeah whose idea was this like it's so hard because like they're telling such a rich and interesting story and then we have <laughs> stuff like this where it's like oh it's did did you really need to you had so much going for you otherwise yeah there's one good man in this show and it's hat guy <laughs> but who knows he could say some bullshit just come out of nowhere like i don't think women should vote huh that's an interesting take hat man <laughs> Oh, hey, main character. I was just investing in cryptocurrency. Oh, there we go. There ah, it is. shit. He's gone. <laughs> uh, yeah, there was an old meme of, like, isn't it funny the way, like, animes put camera, like, you choose camera angles? And this show is a textbook example. Oh, of that, yeah. Every angle is, like, it didn't need to be just a full-ass shot of her right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's not important to anything. I haven't been thinking about those, but they're all pretty, yeah. It's a lot. Bad. Yeah. Um... So they're talking about how they haven't organized a manhunt yet because it costs a lot of money and the person who ran away ends up having to pay for it. Um, And then Amakase freaks out and she's like talking through her thoughts and then she suggests that she goes to look for braids by flying the dragon. Um, So she runs into Ikoshima in a hallway and takes a suit from him and goes to the dragon and tries to get it to swallow her, but it won't. And it like picks up the boot and tosses it in her direction. Um, the boot that the boot that braids through. Um, and Amakase realizes that she made it feel bad by saying that she didn't even want to be a pilot in the first place earlier. So she apologizes and it gobbles her up. Hooray. Yay. Um, back in its disgusting stomach, she sees a thing that says Masotan. So she's like, oh, that must be her name. And I'm like, is that? What? <laughs> What? How is that you line guys, of thinking? What you guys is don't that? Don't your name tags <laughs> inside <laughs> your stomach. Um, but it is its name. It like reacts to it. So off they go. Masatan sniffs the air and he flies off. He sniffed. He sniffed out braids. Um, and we see her on the like. She like fell down the side of the road and hurt her leg. And he finds her. Yay! Amakase gets barfed up and offers to let uh, Masotan take Braids back to the base. She's like, I can walk back, no problem. Um, And Braids is like, no, he wouldnn't want to swallow me. (laughs) (laughs) Lowly old me. Uh, Uh, Also, I wouldn't be confident in a pilot if they couldn't ride a moped. (laughs) That's (laughs) just my opinion. Good point. Um, 
So Amakase is like, oh, that's not the case. Like, Masota knows your scent. He loves you. And then he just swallows braids and flies off. How? Um, uh, next day, whatever, Glasses Lady tells Braids that she can't quit the program because she knows too much, and also if she leaves, she will have to pay the money for the manhunt. So, she pretty much is, like, blackmailing her <laughs> to stay. Um, and she's like, why do you want to keep me here so badly? And Glasses Lady says, well, we need backup pilots, and after being swallowed by Masotan, your training is complete. You're an official pilot now, so now we want you here. I know I told you to transfer before, but now... But now, now, now we got I want inside you. one time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Glasses Lady is like, I see a lot of myself in you, so I understand your feelings. I hope you do your best. Um... She leaves the classroom and Amakase was waiting outside and pretends that she was, like, just standing there playing with these little planes. Um, then Hat Guy is talking to, like, the Captain Commander Man. And he's like, oh, uh, Amakase found the dragon's name. It's Masotan. And the commander says, oh, Amakase is calling it by its true name. That must mean she's the chosen priestess. Fun plot things happening that we don't get explained to us in this episode or the next. And that's episode two. Nothing. Just absolutely nothing. It's for good reason. We have to talk about uh, an air show. That is much more important. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We have to establish that all the suits she has to wear are very skin tight and skimpy. And no, and she doesn't like anyone seeing her in it, and she has to wear it everywhere, publicly, for everyone, all the time. We Again. also have to be mean to a fat woman. Yep, yep. Uh, good, good stuff. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so it's time for uh, Omakatsu to finally start flying training with with the the real pilots, you know, the real Top Gun, the types. men. Yeah, exactly. Also, I thought of it oh. earlier, and I, I just need to get it in here. Top Gun Maverick. Uh, <laughs> I, I just had to. I'm sorry. It was you know, tickling it, the back fair. of my brain. Um, I'm disappointed so, I didn't think of it sooner. <laughs> me too. Uh, so <laughs> uh, they introduce her to all the guys. Uh, you know, uh, hotshot pilots. They're... They're uh, hazing her, just straight up making fun of her and objectifying her. And uh, when she's like, hey, uh, this sucks. I'm going to be your teammate. Uh, They're like, oh, but the last girl we worked with, she was fine with it. It's cool. Uh, Starting out on a real great foot with these these fine fellows. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just no one's redeemable. (laughs) And... uh, 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 Omakatsu turns to the commander and is like, oh, who, who is this? Who is this woman that just uh, eats sexism for breakfast? Uh, <laughs> and she's like, oh, Forrest, oh, she disappeared. <laughs> oh, great. Disappeared a long time ago. Cool, she was one of the best, kid. You'll never live up. They, uh, they talk about her with such like remembrance, like, we haven't seen her. It's like, she just quit, man. She le- I understand yeah. why. Y'all One suck. of them calls it an unfortunate incident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so, 
We'll see later that it was not, in fact, an unfortunate <laughs> incident. Uh, I mean, uh, it's a standard story of what a woman would do when she has a job. So uh, it's good <laughs> for us to keep saying this. Uh, so, uh, okay. So uh, they're out flying, actually on a training mission. Oh, uh, and they mention, oh, because we have to train with this new girl, oh, we don't get to do all the fun training for the flight festival this weekend. Oh, man. We have to do homework and not <laughs> not our fun work that's the same work. Oh, man. I, yeah. uh, <laughs> I gotta turn left. I really wanted to go right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't do loop-de-loops in combat encounters. Oh man. Uh, so, uh, she does not have the hang of it. She's barely able to keep her dragon the, in the air. Uh, almost crashes into some other pilots. And they're all like, oh, we're never gonna train. We're never gonna rehearse for the big recital now. <laughs> uh, and, uh... She gets the feeling that Masutan's trying to tell her something about one of the other planes, but she doesn't understand. Uh, so she's like, I gotta find this predecessor that, uh, oh, I forgot to mention, this predecessor also flew with Masutan. What? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so there's lots of weird, just more weird jealousy thing going on. We resolved the weird jealousy thing about who flies in the last episode, so now we have to set up a new weird jealousy thing for this one. Yes, because women uh, can't not be jealous. Come on, Dugan. Exactly. Yeah. Now we, now we got a straw man surrogate who's not even here, but you're still jealous <laughs> of. Um, but yeah, so uh, there, uh, she has bad landing. Uh, Get, uh, dragon gets a flip phone dinner. This uh, <laughs> incomprehensible. Good notes, good notes. Yeah, there's just truly like disparate scenes uh, loosely stitched together here. So, um, <laughs> so Braids is sewing up a dummy for the festival because they're helping out however they can. C cool. Uh, uh, yeah, this took a long time to pay off for that one, and it was not worth it. <laughs> yep, not even a little bit. Uh, so. Uh, she's like, "Hey, have you heard of Forrest, the the previous the the previous previous dragon pilot?" Uh, and uh, she's like, uh, "I don't know. Uh, uh, only uh, blah blah blah. It doesn't matter. No one knows." There's a montage where she asks around, and people are like, "Oh, rumors says she disappeared. Oh, she quit out of nowhere. Oh, there was no signs like physically that this could have been coming." Uh, <laughs> and they're they're all just uh, like, oh, all we know is she had a rockin' bod and disappeared one day. <laughs> uh, so, <God. laughs> the show. Yep. Uh, so uh, the the commander gets a call. Oh, weird, coinky dink. Uh, uh, Forrest, it's Forrest. She called and she's like, hey, I'll be there at the show this weekend. Okay. <gasps> Spoilers. <laughs> she's not dead. She's still alive. Yeah. I mean, I this is how I read it. Like, hey, hey, this is Forrest. Uh, I'll I'll see you this weekend. I did not. In, uh, they tried to make this like a mysterious thing of who could that possibly be? Who is the only mysterious character we talk about in this episode? Yeah. Uh, uh, God. Uh, so, uh, 
so yeah, we're at the festival, the air show. Uh, it's all the pilots are like, oh, our reputation is on is is uh, at stake. All the other bases are going to make fun of us because uh, we're <laughs> we're not that fancy. Again, we have toxic masculinity, but we do not see the irony that we're so worried about this like dance routine in the air. Um, <laughs> so uh, they. Uh, the dummy that was being worked on was just a waving sign to be like, hey, uh, I'm dressed up like a pilot. Cool. All right. Um, so uh, <laughs> so uh, halfway through the show, things are going fine, but uh, one of the planes gets grounded because, oh no, when they were doing that uh, uh, training exercise where uh, Omakatsu just blew it uh, and almost crashed into planes, actually damaged one of their engines. And she was like, oh my god, that's that's what Masutan was trying to tell me before. It's like, uh, yeah, he sensed the plane was broken and was like, hey, you know when you almost crashed? That was not great for that plane. Uh, yeah, yes. <laughs> cool. You know when you're in a parking lot and you hit a parked car, hit the bumper a little bit? Yeah, you don't tell someone, you just keep driving. Yeah. What are you doing, Masutan? What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> uh but uh but so of course they're like so since this is your fault even though we know you don't know how to fly like in a straight line you have to do the big finale routine hooray cool. great and like Ooh. also even though you're not great at it keep like masotana secret yeah in front yeah. of all these people still yeah they're like there are two stakes going on here and they're way out of proportion. One is, <laughs> hey, we we had a routine and a killer finale. Other hand, we have a top secret military operation <laughs> with centuries of history that we've been able to keep it a secret from the general population. But we really got to do that. Oh, we really want to make the rounds at the Christmas party this year. So get up in the air. <laughs> gotta nail that triple axle you gotta nail it uh so uh they're like oh uh, yeah uh they <laughs> they keep teasing i'm sorry they uh this whole time they're talking about like their call signs this should have been set up at the beginning i apologize when they're all like top gun pilots includes like hey uh, uh hey i'm i'm the uh, d- d- demon i'm i'm the turtle tail hat uh just you know uh <laughs> standard <laughs> call signs call me uh, applejack <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh so this whole time uh they're like oh what what is omakasu's uh call sign gonna be Ooh, it she has to get it from a superior so what could it be and we keep getting like little teases of what we think it's going to be um but no uh so at this point they're like, "Hey, you're uh, we're at like Gipu uh, Air Force Base. You're you're the face of Gipu. You have to go out there and represent us." And she's like, "Oh, I'm all encouraged now." Um, so they go to the hangar and Masutan, not having it, isn't showing up. Ever since they mentioned Forrest, uh, uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, that last pilot I vibed with a lot more. I'm only gonna vibe with her now." So uh, he's he's being shy, uh, 
and of course Omakasu's like, "You chose me, dude. Like, what? What? Why? Why not pick me?" Uh, she's freaking out because she's uh, uh, this. Anyways, so uh, <laughs> you get it. She's yeah. really talking to him like it's her ex, and it's weird. Like, yep. So yeah, we see a mysterious woman walk up to the dummy pilot, and she's like, "Oh." haven't been here in a long time oh my son oh you are so enamored by this this dummy pilot uh what a cutie oh i hear that sound that sounds like my old dragon mount hmm uh let let me go investigate (laughs) i wonder who this could be (laughs) again they try to tease it like it's a secret (laughs) there's only one new character this episode (laughs) Uh, so she gets the hanger, walks in, and everyone is like, oh my god, who is this mysterious old, old, old woman? <laughs> who oh. could this be? Uh, th- this is clearly a mom and not someone's face I would recognize, you know, being like comrades uh, and uh, defending each other, like military camaraderie. Uh, and they're all like, wait, but no, who- this looks like Forrest, but she's... A mom now? What? <gasps> yep. Uh, she quit because she had a kid. God, what the fuck? How could she? And she got fat? Disgusting. The absolute gall. You betrayed your teammates. You betrayed your dinosaur. How could you? <laughs> you betrayed your country. She's also... She's not at all... <laughs> She's, like, not at all fat. Like, one of them is like, no. what happened to your rocking bod? And I'm like, she fully still has an amazing body. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. I'm not great with faces. I, if I worked with someone for years, and then three years later I saw them, they're a little... Like, they had a haircut. I'd still know them. Like, mm-hmm. it, it just further shows how shitty these people are. Where it's like, I don't recognize you because your tits are different now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because it's been, like, several years, and she has a child, and is not keeping up with, like, military uh, exercise. So, in their eyes, they're like, hey, you aren't the same exact figure, because, you know, as a woman, that's all you have going for you. Ne- of course. Never mind uh, that, like, bond with, like, a dragon that's, like, foretold by prophecies or whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, you aren't as hot, so what is wrong with you? <laughs> Ah, <sighs> good stuff. <laughs> but again, we're telling a really important story, so it, it's all just... Real plot heavy. Yeah. yeah, just threads in the quilt, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, sh- yeah, she's th- she's back, and Omakatsu's upset that uh, she's the second favorite, um, and she's sad, but uh, they're like, hey, get out there, kid, anyways, and uh, Maso Tan's like, yep, we're going to do it. Swallows her and wow. goes goes out uh, dressed up like a jet. Everyone's like, oh, boy, awesome. This is great. Does that thing have an eyeball? Don't worry about it. Oh, um, don't worry about that. Um, so, yeah, uh, Maso Tan gets all nervous to perform in front of a crowd. Uh, that was his big hang-up all along. Forrest was able to diagnose him because they have such a better relationship. Uh, so they get in the air. Uh, uh, Masutan gets all jittery and loses uh, their nerve. And uh, uh, 
Omakasu's like, oh my god, you chose me. I didn't need to do this, but you told me we had a bond. But if we don't, then just let us fall from the sky. And, uh, m motivates, motivates her. Um, yeah, um, so they do the show. <laughs> it's fine. Again, the stakes. What, what are we even talking about here anymore? Um... So, yeah, she lands, she did it, great, good job. The predecessor says, uh, old Oscar here, that was her name for the dragon. She doesn't know the real name, so you can tell they aren't that legit. Um, yeah, she's not the true priestess or whatever the heck. <laughs> whatever the fuck that was about. Uh, so, uh, she's like, oh, that girl finally did it. Uh, I think I'll give her a call name. Hmm, what, what do you think about Sweet. Could that be a, a good call name? Yeah, that's, like, unique enough. Hmm. What? Uh, I want to do a riff off, like, her last name, because that's what I did with Forest with mine, because it's, like, the translation of the Japanese word for Forest. Uh, hmm. Okay. So they all land. The show went great. And they're like, all right, we're going to reveal your call name. Are you ready, everyone? Are you ready for the call name of our, <gasps> our pilot? whose full legal name is Hisune Omakasu. I can hardly her, wait. Her call it? name is Hisune. Uh, her first cool. name. <laughs> well, I thought maybe it might have been a thing where it's like, ah, they're going for what the literal translation of her first name is. Uh, let me look at what that is. Mm -hmm. uh, the first I, half I of looked her that name. up as well. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, okay, I'll let uh, you go then. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, uh, oh, no, sorry. Don't want to step on it. I just want to uh, really emphasize this is a really quality nickname after she really saved all their asses. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, what does that uh, great uh, name translate to? Uh, yeah, so the first half of her name, Hiso, uh, translates to sad or pathetic. <gasps> given to her by her you know, former pilot of the dragon. <laughs> That she just bonded with and connected with and did the, you know. Yep. And she, she's excited. She's jazzed <laughs> to get that name. Wow. I'm glad I didn't look it up. <laughs> yep. It's uh, real bad. That's so good. God, oh, this wow. episode is just a real big win for feminism. <laughs> They're like, hey, you really saved our ass. We did nothing but harass you and compare you to the last woman who we then harassed again to her face. And we're... We're so happy to have you on the team, Pathetic. <laughs> also, just her, again, her actual name. Like, that's just her actual name. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. I thought Sweet was going to be, like, I was like, that's so cute and, like, perfect for her. Yeah, yeah. that made sense. <laughs> that's why they didn't go with it. Because, like, the thing is, they were like, oh, she wants to riff off her last name but couldn't come up with anything. You came up with a better name the second before you had that other thought. You're like, sweet. No, I have to be punny. Hmm. I can't think of anything good. Uh, let's throw all the ideas I had away. Guys, it's her mom brain. She can't. <laughs> it just doesn't work the way it used to. Ah, uh, she could really only hope. think of baby names. That ah, why it had shit. to be a first name. <laughs> your, your call name is... Brayden. <laughs> it, but it's, it's not even like a different... It's just her name. It's just her actual name. Mm -hmm. She just did it again. I really wish Masutan isn't the dragon's name. I really wish that was just like a car at eight and like digesting still. And it's like, ah, your name is Mishubisi or like 
Toyota. Toyota Thons of Dragon. Yeah, like, I really wish it was just some weird shit it ate earlier that day and not at all this weird priestess shit. Oh. Uh, well, so. that's that's the show. Are we there? So, when you were, like, sitting on this, were you like, uh-huh. this is going to be a real gem? Uh, did you have any sort of idea how disappointing this would be or uh, that it would not live up to even the fun <laughs> that the Mimi press the premise has or uh what what was your thinking on this one just just double checking Brandon uh, gets to go first this episode yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're all waiting with beta press for my um i i had a great time talking about this show. <laughs> didn't didn't care for watching it at all but recapping it just now i had a lot of fun i was laughing a lot you can go back and listen to it um I knew once I knew the basic premise, I I did, I refused to look anything else up because I'm like that's good enough. And if there was more stuff to dunk on, if there's more memes, I'm sure the internet would have filtered it out to me by now. <laughs> and I I figured there's a reason this isn't wildly popular. Why I don't see fandoms clamoring for this show. So I figured it'd be like mediocre. I was not prepared for a totally spised level of just subliminal horniness <laughs> throughout the entire thing. <laughs> In episode three, subliminal. The I I do super liminal. Uh, contest that super liminal. <laughs> super liminal. It's in your face so aggressively. Uh, episode three, the beginning. She's in her suit that was made specifically to combat the digestive acids acids of this dragon stomach, and her suit slowly starts dissolving, rendering her nude. Like that's a check that off for another fetish. Because God, also, there's just so much. Like the shapes on the suit itself is like. It looks like a thong, but it's like yeah. not a thong. Yeah. And they also do that thing. It's terrible to say. It's horrid, disgusting. They do like the like emphasized like vagina. Mm-hmm. Like whenever she's like straddling something and we get yeah. that angle. I Those hate angles. that. It's Every the time. worst. And it's specifically like with her. You know, it's not like the dude riding his moped where we just get a real taint shot on him. And why it's- not? <laughs> Equality. I don't want to see that guy. That guy sucked. Uh, how did you guys feel about this? Lord. I, I, like, I don't think I processed enough of it while I was watching it. Yeah, it's a so, delayed effect. Yeah, like as we were. Because some of it can be so interesting and cool, whatever. I like the style. Yeah, like it's, the, animation. the animation and the style itself is like really nice. But, like, most of it is just weird, <laughs> sexist, horny bullshit. It's like, why is this happening? Who who did this? Why is this a show? Yeah. So, the... <sighs> bleh. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I mean, yeah, again, fun to talk about. Fun to, like, talk through <laughs> and realize how bad it is. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be good, so like I felt like I had hopes. <laughs> well, oh, that's I was gonna say it's not even like fun bad with like a with the Kantai collection. Like that was mm-hmm. just silly, weird bullshit. Just this insane. is just like legitimately bad, like in terms of uh, like I said before, sexist, horny bullshit. Yeah. Mm. Oh uh, God. Yeah, it's like okay if <laughs> the I. <laughs> it's a lot. We. Uh, if you're gonna do a premise like this <laughs> where the uh wax paper of a veil uh not like a big roll of wax paper you would use in like uh 
I don't know, like an industrial kitchen, but the kind of wax paper you put in a kazoo uh, to cover <laughs> up that this is just straight up for uh, kinks. Um, mm-hmm. You gotta at least have like a plot through line to like mask that. Yeah, we're we're here for other stuff, but there's there's like a story happening, uh, and we did not get that, <laughs> and it was uh, not fun <laughs> because. But it's, she's the priestess. Uh, she oh, uh, just happened to randomly choose uh, uh, to go into Air air, the Air Force <laughs> at the beginning. But oh no, she, she like happened a, to be her destiny. Okay. She didn't see a baker walking down the street. Like, I guess I'm going into baking now. Like, And now it's Food Wars because we had to keep the same level oh, of horniness. <laughs> same level. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Don't worry. Darling and Franks is out there. Also unapologetically horny. We'll get there someday. <laughs> we'll need a break, though. Uh, oh, um, boy. Can't wait. Uh, but, yeah, this is a what? no for me. Uh, it, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't guess already. <laughs> well, hold on. What if I show you the toys? Because we all know good anime has good merchandise. Um, so Brendan, like I do not want to see what toys came from this show. No, 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 no. It's, fine, it's fun. No, 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 it's fine. Uh, so, like, there's the dragon we all know and love. And the toy. Stop it. <laughs> Why this? Do I dare? Why that? The toy is just the dragon in full, like, jet fighter armor, uh, vomiting straight down, which is like a pillar of vomit. Like, that's the toy. To really emphasize, that's all this show's about. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm that- sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that pillar of vomit is more in line with the type of toy I was thinking of related to this show, but um, it's very uh. phallic-shaped. Um, but yeah, it's uh, not a good... I didn't even think about bad. it that way! Oh no. Freud would have a field day with this show. This w- uh, We're having a field day with this show. I'm having a bad fun. one. A field day in Southern California now where it's 110 outside and there's just a dirt. There's no grass... There's no field. It's just dirt. <laughs> yeah, this was this was very strange. I went I went into it with very little expectations and was still disappointed. <laughs> still let down. I. It's so yeah. weird because it's not like the. We've watched actual porn on this podcast, and it still <laughs> felt worse. Than yeah, me. this feels dirtier somehow. Yeah. Like, the, the characters, like, there's such a good potential for, like, Amakase and, like, Braids to have, like, a really nice girlfriend relationship, but they just don't want to focus on that. They want to focus on the pussy shape and uh, the <laughs> vomiting and vor and uh, men saying terrible things to an 18-year-old girl. It's not one redeemable thing they said. <laughs> not one. What a hoot. What a hoot and a half. Uh, I will never watch this again. <laughs> yeah. You know, I might keep, I might Google, keep going. tell me what know. she's the priestess of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What yeah. a time. Uh, if there's thank you a for show, tolerating me. Uh, yeah. You're not thank welcome. You. If, if there's a show <laughs> you can expect us to tolerate at most, uh, you can send those <laughs> recommendations to our email, areweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter at areweebthereyet on both. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok at HoneyPeriodD or on Twitter at HoneyD8 and HoneyDArt and Honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. You, you, you can't find me anywhere. Don't don't go look. I don't need this heat after this episode. I don't need this attention. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, yeah, we'll follow that up with everyone. Don't be online right now, uh, in general. But <laughs> that's uh, a bad place to be. But if you're gonna be online, uh, uh, one, you can look at the beautiful artwork for this podcast by Camille Rooley. Thank you, and thank you to Louis Zong for theme song stories. If you're gonna be on the internet, be on uh, Bandcamp. Louis Zong or Louis I tried to get fancy and mix it up, and uh, if I don't follow <laughs> the script, my brain doesn't work. Uh, thank you for uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, we hope you join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Amphibia was a better anime than this. 